Did I read the right one? Oh no. <laughs> I might have read <laughs> No. Wait, hold on. It's called Spotlight Optimus Prime, right? <laughs> I it's, it's Spotlight Orion Pax. Shit, I misread it. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. I think it might have been my fault because I think I might have sent uh in on the episode link uh, on the episode list i think i might have said Optimus okay hold on Spotlight. hold on hold on hold on i'm so sorry this is my fault <laughs> <laughs> hold on i'm quickly pulling that up welcome to it was all because of a curly straw we have messy and kage here along with me yoali uh today we are reading spotlight orion packs and spotlight blur so, everyone, thoughts? <laughs> I have thoughts as, thoughts I, as in T H O T. I don't like that he has a mouth. Like, he looks weird without the mask. I don't like it. Put it okay. back. <laughs> even, even Orion was like, where's my faceplate? Which is why I would like to um, suggest the first comment. And it is that um, Optimus Prime and or Orion Pax has autism. Because he needs his best in order to feel comfortable. That is all I have to say. You would call- you- one would call it maybe... Masking? Tee-hee! where is it? Where is it? Yes! Oh, I'm sorry, I don't have that keybind. I'm so funny. Yes, you are. I could have done the boo, you stink one, because I have two of those. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a lot funnier. But yeah. Um... In fact, <laughs> nah, I'll do that later. <laughs> Alright, so it is interesting. I will say, after reading through this, um, they really, really severely downgraded Orion Pax's design. So this is coming from someone who has read the Shadowplay arc multiple times and also has obsessively uh, drawn him. And also has his um, mastermind creations figure, and yeah, this design kind of sucks in comparison to that one because the other one was a lot sexier, and he had his mask. Yeah, I Optimus looks better with a mask. Like he does. Just like that is not my dad. That is not my dad. <laughs> That's not my dad. Also, he just looks weird with like a chin. I really like just. I don't like how he looks in this, like, I don't know. I just really like the Shadowplay arc Orion Pax design because it just... I like the the frame, and I like his face. It's just very nice. And his helm shape is honestly a lot, like, better, to be honest. So seeing him like this is just, like, a major downgrade. Like, I get that it's more reminiscent of the G1 Orion Pax design, but I was just like, this kind of sucks. Yeah. But they did make him snatched. They did. Snatched waist. Yeah, like I've shown um, I've shown pictures uh to my friends that are not into Transformers. Like I've shown them uh, images of like Transformers and then they have like the curves and they're like, Holy shit, how is this robot hot? <laughs> <laughs> That's me looking at knockout for the first time and just going, Oh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Having the italicized O moment. However, um, I would just like to also point out how stupid Zeta Prime's look is. I'm, I can't. I can't. 
Oh yeah, Zeta Prime kind of got a major downgrade ever since Zeta he became a like, prime. <laughs> he looks Zeta like looks he's stupid. supposed to be. Okay, first of all, that method with the when when you do like the zoom up on his face, it looks like he has a very big like, you know, like those cartoonish beards, which just completely covers their mouth. Oh it yeah. It looks like he has. It looks like he has one of those, and it also looks like he's trying to attempt to be like some like barbarian and i mean that as like a like a like no wait, maybe not i meant i mean like barbarian in like a D D way yeah like, he looks just, like a peacock to me that's what he looks like to me yeah that too i was like what the, the things on his back what do they remind me of and like peacock exactly he but he looks really, like a very ug- ugly yeah. peacock he doesn't really look like a transformer to me he's like something completely different that just happens to be like heavily oh. armored yeah he looks like he got yoinked from a different series. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, also, um, it's very interesting that Wheeljack says faces are very in right now. Because that's like a little culture thing. Because uh, not all of the not all robots have faces. Some of them have face masks like Chromodome, Rewind, Tailgate. Um, I think or... some of them are retractable. Um... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, some of them are retractable. Uh, I don't know if does first aid have like a retractable. Yeah, first aid has a retractable one. Okay. Yeah, and he has like a weird lamprey mouth. No, no, no. That's tailgate. That's oh, tailgate. sorry. I was thinking about tailgate. I heard. Yeah, the lamprey mouth. I, I, I also think it's kind of cool because like I was like it when the alien robots have like diversity and like their design it is all like you know. I just yeah. think it's interesting. But yeah, it's interesting because, like, technically Orion Pack still does have a mouth under it because the mouth plate is, like, still just something over his mouth because um, in later issues that shows Orion Pax before this frame change, he definitely has his face plate off and he has a mouth under there. But I do understand, like, the whole, like, I liked it when it moved when I speak because that's definitely something that, like, a comfort thing and something that I think is just really cute about him. Um, <laughs> before I start gushing, but also Rung is here. Yeah, he's here. He's I looking love him. He he's looking very. He has the ratchet red where people constantly debate if it's orange, and then like up here like some. He he's literally the exact same shade in my opinion. Like he's looking very red, but he also looks orange at the same time. It's confusing. Yeah, in more than meets the eye, he does look more orange. I like oh my the God. orange. Yeah, yeah. Him... Also, uh, he's. It's interesting that Rung is like, hey, I have these uh, these things for you to read after getting a new frame, and I'm just like. And it's issued by the Functionist Council. Yeah, and I, I caught can't that, and I was help. just kind of like, oh? Yeah, I, I genuinely cannot help but think that this is, like, like, um... Propaganda? Propaganda, or, like, a pamphlet that they give to, like, Emperada victims to be like, yeah, here you go. You've been subjected to Emperada. Here's coping with change from repaints to redesign. Our old spark, spark and new body. body after the transplant. After that we have traumatized like, you. Okay, okay. That that last one sounds like, like you know, like those books about puberty, and it has like all yeah. the weird time. It sounds like that. Oh yeah, my mom actually gave me one of those when I when I, before I turned before I turned thirteen. She gave me like here since you're going to be a teenager soon. I want you to read this, and I never read it. <laughs> I actually got two. There was one for like. 
younger stuff or when like it first begins and then there was one for later stuff and they went hand in hand. It was made by American Girl Doll, which, you know, makes stuff for girls, so it was it was I read both of them. They were actually pretty chill. Wait, so it's interesting. Uh Optimus is uh, Orion, sorry, Orion is like, I'm not a fan of self help literature, but he does like other literature, obviously. Especially yeah. since like later within the issue he's like i could say bring it on in over four thousand languages like yeah wow, i had that you're noted a nerd. he's a fucking nerd this dude reads. yeah this is why librarian orion pax is better well also doc worker orion pax is good but like i'm very much an advocate for... i don't know i don't know uh, if that's like it is james roberts who writ- wrote this yeah. so he probably had it in mind uh to make orion pax a cop Ah, oh, well, yeah. all cops are bastards, a cab. Yeah, etc. This et is an anti-cop podcast. You're a and cop. I'm not joking. I love Ryan Pax with all my heart, but uh, he should have been a doc worker that likes to read. Or just a librarian. I really don't like librarian or Ryan Pax. I, okay, oh, yeah, I we do. talked about this before. Oh well, I wasn't there for that, but yeah. I, I kind of do. I the thing about me with like the librarian or Ryan Pax is that it's mostly um aligned and people tend to portray aligned orion pax as this massive softy who can't defend himself when in, in actual reality i'm pretty sure that in the books it's or in like the covenant it's brought up how orion pax was like oh i don't want to use the word feral that's not but like he was just found in the middle of nowhere kind of so like Orion Pax is perfectly Orion Pax is perfectly capable of defending himself. Like, yeah. yeah, he's not a wuss. He's a librarian, and you don't mess with a librarian. Librarians can fuck you up, and librarian? if you listen to Welcome to Night Vale, they can eat you. <laughs> well, anyone can eat anyone, really. <laughs> Cannibalism. <laughs> this podcast. Uh, what's the word? Endorses. Endorses. Endorses cannibalism. Yes, this oh podcast endorses cannibalism. Please, how? Please, please consume human flesh safely. Do not go for the brain unless you want to. Unless you want to have Prion's disease, uh, all all because of the curly straw does not condone. Uh, does not um, take responsibility for any horrible disease you get from committing cannibalism. <laughs> we yeah, also like we also get to see, like mentioned before, Nightbeat, my boy Nightbeat. I love him. Which I honestly did not recognize the color scheme. So I, I thought was just he like, was Who the blue. Heck is this? Like, yeah, he looks kind of green or like, or maybe the right word. It's more teal. No, he's he's yeah, blue teal. and yellow. That's he's what I remember. Okay, yellow, but here he looks very teal. Yeah. <laughs> also, we get to see um, Alpha Triad and uh, don't know how to feel about that design. Very purple. Yeah. Um. I like how he has a cape in it actually still is incorporated yeah. with salt mode, which is really funny looking. It looks like he just has, like, a... I like the like, fact that he has a mask head. and it's meant to function as, as, as a beard, but, like, it looks kind of ridiculous when you get close up to him because it just looks like he's trying to be, like, his a cool guy looks- with a bandana <laughs> over his face. No, hold on. The, it, you can't see his beard because it's covered in cloth. Oh. Oh, I'm just... Like, I'm I have still it on here. That page. I have it, out, yeah. Like, what the fuck is he wearing? Where does a where does a race of alien robots who live on a planet of metal even get fabric? Like seriously, this Organics. always confuses me. Organics, like organic trade. 
Yeah, yeah like they, they, they still they play with organic. Don't they okay. hate organics? They, that's uh, like, like that's a function. What is it? It's, I think that's like a functionist slash late golden age era kind of thing. I'm pretty sure it has been mentioned before how they used to do stuff with organics, and then like as time went on, they became more and more isolationist. And like I'm pretty sure it's mentioned because I read Spotlight Optimus Prime. Because I wasn't, you told me to read Spotlight off this time, but no, it's a riot pack. It was an I'm pretty accident, sure it I'm was... so sorry. Ah! But I'm pretty sure in Spotlight Optimus Prime, it mentions how Zeta really propagated the idea that Cybertronians are superior in every way to basically fascism slash, you know, Nazi ideals, <laughs> if you think about it, really, um, to like Sucks. other, like, organic races, so that... It could probably be like traced back to him, but like mm. yes, damn. And also, you did a really bad job there, of choosing primes. Also, there is um fake synthetic fibers, so like you don't really need plants or organic materials to make those because it's made out of plastic, and plastic's made out of like what oil? Oh, okay. Now, I, okay, yeah. Now I can see it. Now it makes sense. A lot of our stuff's made out of synthetic fibers. Yeah, we were talking about it in the in Zaid's Discord uh, a bit ago about like fabrics and synthetic fibers and everything. What yeah, it's interesting. Would exist like... on the planet, especially since like polyester or nylon and type those type of fabrics are uh, entirely like synthetic, not natural. Wait, if you can okay, if they can technically make nylon, does that mean they can technically make tights and wear them? <laughs> I'm making a joke. <laughs> I mean, they would have to be very big and very stretchy because as someone who wears tights a lot, they can break very easily. I'm pretty I mean, sure they can also stretch out really bad. So yeah, they have to yeah, get them replaced point. constantly. Yeah, they or, have you know, to get them Yeah. Yeah, good point. I was thinking more like a wraparound. Like, it's not like the full leg. Because, like, there's a lot of sharp edges on there and you're gonna poke holes in it. With the sharp edges that are on their legs. Doesn't yeah. stop people from drawing them on with tights on when they're robots. Or fishnets. Or outfits. You know what? It's just a really strong I'm gonna fabrics. say it right now. I think soft body robots are okay. Cause I like seeing two I like seeing them in outfits that are cool. That's understandable. I don't like it like, when they put like clothing on the robot parts because it just it Yeah, looks it looks so it weird. just looks weird. Well, except maybe for, like, the fishnets around the thighs, but... Yeah. That's friend, different. Happy once found a pair of leggings that I said Knockout would wear, and they drew them where Knockout wearing the tights, but it was only around his thighs, and it was, like, really good. But yes, I prefer soft-body robots when it, comes, when, it, when it comes to people drawing clothes. Yeah, um... What's another thing about Orion Pack's origin? Oh, so we get introduced to Rack and Ruin. Which is yeah. Uh, also, wait, are... wait, wait, wait. Hmm? There's something that like it it didn't leave me alone. Like Omega's conundrum. Is it based on something? I am like quickly reading through this. Why are there yeah. zombies? <laughs> Legitimate <laughs> question. Why are there zombies? I have Omega's no idea. Omega's conundrum in action. I when something <gasps> ruin is observed... the ugly one. <laughs> When something same. ceases to be observed, how can we be sure it continues to exist? Because I'm so sure that I've seen that somewhere before. 
but I tried oh. Googling it, but I didn't I think, find it. Okay, I think you're trying to say um, Omega's Conundrum is the Transformers version of Schrodinger's cat. Oh, yeah! Yeah, okay, yeah. I couldn't remember the name of it. Okay. Interesting, because I was like, what is Omega's Conundrum? And I'm like, oh, okay, when you explained yeah, it, I'm... I was like, that's definitely Schrodinger's cat. <laughs> yeah, because uh, Alpha Trion says it, like, on page, uh, I don't know what page. Um... One of the pages before mm-hmm. they're uh, in the rough spot. Um, but he says that and like, I know that I had heard something like that before. And I was mm-hmm. like thinking, what's the name of it? Because I couldn't remember. But thank you. Schrodinger's cat. Thank you. I think that is definitely it. Or it has to do with like some quantum physics stuff like that. Also, um, I do find it funny that Orion gets uh, hit in the face and he just is like, I, I have, if I had a face plate, it, it would have stopped it's, it. Yeah, he's, it's like funny that he keeps complaining about not having a face plate throughout the entire time. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> you just want a face plate so badly. He just wants it's it. He's so uncomfy. Item. He's so it's uncomfy. His comfort item. I know. I like that. He's like, where's my lucky face plate? And then sad face. <laughs> sad face. Sad face. My lucky face. Frowning emoji. Gone. Also, I do not like the slicers. They scare me. <laughs> the are these zombie looking guys? Zombies, right? Yeah, they're zombies. <laughs> I don't looking. like them. What are they? Why do they exist? Is this the only time we see them? Yeah, where did they come from? I have no idea. I do not Are they like, like them. spark eaters, kind of? Like No, spark eaters are different. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, I'm saying, like, Spark Eaters were, like, once bots that somehow became Spark Eaters. I know how it's a weird thing, but, like, like, were these guys once bots that somehow became, like, corrupted? I don't know. Why is he tied to a spaceship? These guys (laughs) kind of look. What is that? I'm reading this real time. Kind of look like, um, Bayverse robots, to be honest. Like, it's giving me Bayverse robot vibes. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> the Seekers also have vague Bayverse vibes to me. Like, there's just something about the way they're shaped. Dorito? Oh, yeah, they sure look like Doritos in this. <laughs> yeah, Dorito. Dorito. <laughs> Wheeljack's going to kill me when he sees what I've done to this body. <laughs> yep, Orion already going out and banging it up in battle. <laughs> and he gives himself his own little... Yeah, him giving his own little, like, mask is really cute. Aw, <laughs> uh, poor Orion. He just wants his face mask. Yeah. Boy just wants his face mask. Give him his face mask! Freaking Hasbro. No, wait. Oh, yeah. I also find it interesting that, like, Orion just, like, stopped to have a conversation um, with Rack and Ruin. And yeah. Nightbeat, of all people, is like, packs don't, they're just criminals, they're not worth it, and everyone's worth something to someone, which is, like, so funny, because in More Than Meets the Eye, Orion Pax, especially, I mean, Cop Orion Pax, was definitely oh. the opposite of that, because he, you know, he he wanted to arrest Drift for overdosing on, like, a drug and stuff like that, and he definitely held that view that um, that night be just said in this comic, so I was just like, "Huh?" <laughs> yeah, Excuse when you me? have like when you have like a comic series that well, not series when you have it's like comics that start in two thousand five and then 
stretch all the way to like 2018 and most of the series have different writers you're going to have like inconsistencies uh which is what i'm chalking this up to be yeah Um, this is james roberts though so i'm just like james roberts kind of must have forgot about that yeah, yeah, he probably did. Like, okay, I have. I dislike it when people are just like, "You forgot about this," because like, I can't physically remember ever. Like, I like. Okay, I write fan fiction. I'm not going to say anything about it because it's not really good. But that might just be me talking. And like, I can't always remember what I've written about. Like, you can't just expect writers to remember everything. I absolutely hate it when people assume that they can. Like. Well, th- I'm not saying can. anything about that, but if you're going to be creating a continuity and creating a character that has to be based off of this certain thing, I understand that it's because this has been like ongoing series and everything, but it's just, I'm just saying that it's more, what the heck is it called? Continuity? Not continuity. It's just more uh, not idiosyncratic. It's, it's like the opposite. Like it's flip-flop. I don't, I can't remember the actual word for it right now, though, but. A paradox? No, wait, that's conflicting. But there's these, like, conflicting ideals that these characters have. Ideals. Uh, that's not what I meant. Thanks, Google. Um, (laughs) that's not what I meant. Contrary? I, I don't know. Just don't look, just don't look it up. Don't worry about it. Eh, alright. So, there's that. Anyway, yeah, I can I can kind of see why it uh, words are not my forte. Oh wait, the designs for uh, the seekers in this it looks very based on the um, on the video games. There are video games? Oh yeah, there was. I played one. But yeah, that was, um, there's. But that came out in like aligned, 2018. So <laughs> there's the aligned ones that came out in like around 2010. Uh, that's War for Cybertron and the Fall of Cybertron. Oh, yeah, those, 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 those. I thought for a moment you were talking about the TFP video game that came out on the Wii. No. <laughs> I have, I, someone offered to give me a model for that for VR chat. Because I was like, there's no good knockout models. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they look, um, they look very similar to that. Um, to the designs that they had in the video games. I would know because I have one of the toys. <laughs> we meet Bludgeon. Which I, I wrote in my notes, OMG, bludgeon high. <laughs> uh, he because... has no is he the he's the one with no jaw, right? Yeah, yeah no jaw. jaw. That I... looks creepy and I like it. It's like I creepy. Love bludgeon. His yeah. morals are kinda garbage though. Yeah, his, his morals what? are garbage. Oh yeah, his morals are ooh. Like ratchet. even Thundercracker calls him out on it. And he was like, What the heck are you doing? Bruh. Yeah. Bro, what are you doing? It's just... <laughs> Bro. <laughs> also, this very, um, this very interesting line. Of course I've hurt him. I've hurt him in ways only a doctor would understand. But I haven't killed him. Uh, sir? What did he do? Why would you do that? It's kind he of just, mean. He just hurt him. Hurt him in ways hurt him in ways only a doctor would understand is, like, oddly specific, though. Yeah, I really want to know what he did, and at the same time, I don't, because that's scary sounding. Yeah. Same. Also, why would you hurt Ratchet, you piece of monster? You monster? How how dare you hurt my my, little man? He's just a doctor! He's not (laughs) done anything to you! 
Yeah, he's a doctor too. I'm pretty sure that's also a war crime. Well, torture is a war crime. Criminals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but like specifically, just torture of a prisoner of war is considered a war crime. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so. But they don't have the Geneva Convention. These are robots. Good point. Yeah, if we looked at Transformers war crimes, did an unraveled essentially with in terms of the Geneva Convention and Transformers, um, we'd probably find a lot of violations. But yeah. we would have to like to, uh... sit here. Oh, that would take like a long time to. You just have to make a Brian David Gilbert video. It's literally a Polygon Unraveled video. <laughs> yeah, yeah but... that's what I was thinking. Okay, but what about all like the small things that happen in like every comic? Practically, like there's gotta be something like that happens in pretty much every comic. That's like a war crime. Do they fake surrender frequently? Because that's something I know happens in media a lot, and that's a very big war crime. I'm just wondering if they do it in Transformers. I know they do it a lot in Star Wars. Uh, what? Not too sure. It's called, um, there's a war crime. It's, faking a surrender is a war crime. It's called perfidy or periphery. And I was just wondering if they do that a lot in Transformers, because, like, it's like, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to word things, and I'm bad at it. I'm not too it's sure. It's in Transformers fan fiction, though. <sighs> I'm writing about war crimes again. <laughs> also, um, Megatron gay for Optimus. Uh, I'm going to read this excerpt. This is madness. I demand to see Megatron. He's busy, but I'll tell him you dropped by. He talks about you sometimes when he's tired. What does he say? Best not ask. It would make both of us feel uncomfortable. That's gay. <laughs> that's uh, fucking gay. That's gay. When you pin so hard for your nemesis. <laughs> Optimus Prime and Megatron and a lot of continuities have we're exes and it didn't end amicably kind of vibe. Well, at least in a line they do. Like, so there's this post about like characters that were never married but were definitely divorced. This is Optimus and Megatron. Number one, Optimus Prime and Megatron. Like, they like they were never married, but they are definitely divorced. Yeah, they have the divorce, but why is there a yellow thing around? Never mind. My computer's doing things. I hate this. My computer's doing things. Why is there a random yellow border around my web browser? What is this? Because it's recording. No, it's not. It, I stopped it, and I wasn't able to record with OBS because it says you need to update the video driver, but I have another recording thing. It's awful, and it's like, I stopped it. It shouldn't be there. What is happening? Is it still open? No, I I have closed it. I stopped it. I'm gonna it, go... And I'm the go yellow border's still there? Yeah. Uh, it's not that distractible, anyway. Whatever. Let's get back to it. <laughs> We're getting off track again. Uh, should oh, we move on to here. Blur, then, maybe? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, what were you gonna say, though, Yuali? Oh, no, I was just gonna say, like, uh, what Kage said early- what you said earlier, like, I can say bring it on in 4,000 languages. Also, um, I do- I do want to mention that Ratchet says, nice lips to Orion. <laughs> gay! It's gay! Okay, I know- I know some of us here are Shotgun fans, but I'm a big fan of Ratchet because it's just two old men. Well, at least later in the war, it's two old men. Two old men, yeah. Tiredly staring down as the kids fuck everything up. I'm a multi-shipper. I ship many things. 
Yes, same. Optimus has many hands. Optimus has many versions of himself, and they're all holding hands. Yeah! <laughs> With, like, 70 other people. Fuck it, polyamory. Polyamory, polyamory. Oh, polyamory. You we saw you from across the room, and we would very much like you to join our polycule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. But also, I'm the type of person who's just like, uh, I can't decide what ship I should use for this, if I want, I want a ship for this thing. So I'm just gonna <laughs> ship all of it, and I yeah. come up with god awful letter combinations like K O B D D W P D S S, which stands for Not Gonna Break Down Dreadwing Predaking Starscream. <laughs> wow, I'm in this other fandom where like the the names are Chinese, and yeah. so there's like uh, the names are like Mo Shang or Bing Chu, and then the ship name for all four of them is. <laughs> Mo Xiang Bing Chu. Um, and it's like, I love it so much. Okay, yeah. on to Blur. Yes, on to Blur. Um, Fast Man, I kind of like his design a little bit. I like the Oh, I really home. like his design. Yeah, yeah I like I his love design. his design. Okay, and... I know I'm going to have TFA people come after me, but I absolutely hated TFA Blur's design because it looks kind of dumb. In my opinion, it just he has a giant unicorn horn on his head, but this is but I really like IDW Blur. IDW Blur always looks really, really good. How I dare use... you insult my boy TFA Blur? <laughs> yeah. Hasn't he been through enough? <laughs> Hasn't he it's been just... through enough? You're cancelled. Uh, listen, okay, I, I'm not saying he's like a bad character. I just don't like the way some of his design is. Like, it's TFA. I'm okay. I'm pretty like, it's not that bad because it's TFA and I'm generally okay with It's just stylized. But like, he has a giant unicorn horn on his head and it's bent backwards. It looks so bad. Yeah, I mean, he still has the dumb unicorn horn bent backwards on. He does? IDW Hold on. I didn't design. notice that. I don't think it was as prominent though. Hold on. But yeah, I do like I do like um Blur a lot. I um used his frame base as a model for my Moon Racer redesign since they're supposed to be rivals. Anyway, uh Blur in this is an asshole because yeah. he's it, I mean he is it's, an asshole. It's literally just um cars, the comic. Yeah, he is. He is That's lightning. That's why McQueen. the story was familiar. He's light. I can't believe I didn't notice. He's Lightning McQueen. Yeah, he's life McQueen. is a highway. <laughs> I'm gonna try it all night long. Also, yeah. how would you not notice that like your entire society is falling apart and there's a war happening around you? Like that's still like a bitty, pretty big thing to like notice. Like not all he ever. Yeah, all like, he ever cares about is racing. Dude, he's like, he goes to the bar and he's like, "This place is still dead." And the bartender's like, "Have you not noticed that there is a fucking war going outside?" I like how the bartender is still there. It's like, oh, another day. <laughs> Gotta still tend to the bar while we're all at war. Another day, another credit. <laughs> Like, sir, have you not noticed there's also a war going around? I mean, he still has to, like, make a living in some way, and he probably doesn't want to join the war effort, like... I feel like the bars are just, like... I'm good. <laughs> neutral spaces, like in Cyberverse in the McAdams bar. Like, it's just, like, a mm, neutral yeah. space. Yeah, it's probably like, that. Because, like, you just want to go drinking, man. <laughs> I do also. find it interesting that Blur is, yeah. like, he is so... 
he's definitely one of the the higher like higher society people so he has that privilege so he's like never had to like really fight for anything other than race because he yeah. had all that fame and money but now once the I'm war not... is happening he's like knocked down okay <clears throat> yeah i have it in my kind notes. of a wake-up call yeah I have it in my notes. Oh, blur. He's one of those people. Don't care what happens in politics until it affects him. And the exact same, in the exact next page, he's affected, so now he cares. Yep. He meets Ironhide. Yeah. Yeah. I like how Orion Pax talks him into it while Cup is just like, bruh. He's not worth it. He's just a spoiled brat. Yeah. He's just a spoiled brat. Me and my brother. (laughs) (laughs) Me and my sister. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> like how Ryan Pax talks under it. Just, it's so weird. Also, I don't, how, how, when was this comic, like, published? I don't remember. 2008. 2008? Was, was functionism really established? Really? Um, Functionist? Functionalist, whatever the fuck they're called. I it's, think. I think. Like, the functionists were, like, um, established pretty early on, but don't take my word for it, because I don't remember. I don't remember it. I'm pretty sure it was... Ah, shit. I don't know. I feel like I'm trying to word something. I'm sorry. I'm bad at words, but it's... You know how, like, in some media, like, you'll know about something early on, but, like, you won't know exactly what it was, like, you know, like how they treat like you'll know about like an organization early on but you won't know like a whole lot about them you have like not foreshadowing but it's like you have some basic ideas of what they did and how it how their organization treated people and how they interacted with society but you don't know a whole lot so you can't really form like a good picture Mm, okay yeah i i get it i don't know the word for it but i get it yeah establishment who knows i feel like function like functionism was really like all about that yeah and the beginning like that's how it, that's kind of kind of how i got treated by the idw comics but i don't really know because i didn't really oh yeah i did read some of the earlier idw comics <laughs> like i tried to go through it in um publishing order and then i got really really bored because i was doing it mostly to get up to more than meets the eye because i heard that was the one with all the gay robots so i started from like 2005 and went from there. I skipped all the spotlight stuff because I had a really hard time finding it for some reason at the time. Turns out you can just Google it. Um, but yeah, I don't think it was actually established in the beginning. This is like a later thing. Yeah, like at the like the beginning comics, they're more um, they're more uh, black and white, like Decepticons, evil, Autobots, good, and that kind of stuff. But yeah, then, like later but, on, it just got it got like more gray. Um, they established more like the functionism, and Megatron wasn't always bad, uh, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm just bringing that because like I remember like what the fuck like Piston, and how like he brings up like oh we're not allowed in there, and like what was it the bubble or whatever? Like at the kind of makes you like the like were there like businesses where like your frame class or like your like role in society that you weren't allowed in certain businesses because of functional functionism i think the circle definitely had to do with fame especially with the amount of crowd like that was out yeah it's definitely like one of those places where celebrities go and hang out um it's like the met gala but yeah and so normal people aren't able to go and everything and blur definitely like we just see that immediate disconnect of him and from like normal society 
because he is always like, let's go to the circle, drinks are on me, and then is completely unaware that his, like, pit stop helpers literally cannot go in with him. Yeah, okay. they're not allowed in there. Yeah, I was just bringing that up because I read, like, a really interesting fic where it was just, like, there's, where, like, some businesses would put up, like, signs and stuff outside that says who would who was allowed in and who wasn't allowed in based on, like, their frame and, like, what function they serve. I just thought it was interesting if that was, like, canon or not. I'm just, I'm rambling. That's yeah, all. it's very, it's very interesting. Like, um, I, this is my, uh, nerd, art nerd side coming in. Um, one of the covers is art deco style. And the mm, time that, mm-hmm. the time that, uh, that had the art deco style was America's golden age. And Gilded stuff, Age. It's, yeah, Gilded it's Age. Gilded. It's the Gilded Age. Uh, in Spanish, it's Golden Age. Um, yeah, but yeah, Gilded Age, and this is talking about uh, Cybertron's Golden Age. It's over. Like not like I have it in my notes now. I get why um, they used the Art Deco style for one of the covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Late Golden Era Cybertron is very much Gilded Age. Like, whoo, very, very, very Gilded Age. Like, yeah, because like during the Gilded Age, there was segregation and that and stuff. child child labor and like you would die from getting your arm rot arm rips off and like sewing machines and some like factory machines stuff because there weren't any unions and you had to work like like not even like a nine to five. It was like a twelve to twelve. Yeah, and you didn't even get weekends. That, but they don't they don't even get weekends. But yeah. I, I just I really like, you know, like seeing to me, I just I find it interesting how like fun, like seeing how like functionism really, really, really impacts society going beyond just you can't trade trade it like it's really hard to like change like get like a different job and like you are forced to work in like what you're seen as being built for and like how you're discriminated against, like does it go down to like businesses where you can and can't live? Like, oh, I'm fairly like, certain that eat? exists. Yeah. Yeah, like it's just it's like because like look at like segregation. Like neighborhoods would like sign things. I forget what they're called, but they would basically be like, "Oh, black people can't live in this neighborhood," and if you yeah, don't sign, like, like you can't live here either. Uh, businesses, everything was segregated. Like, um, there was even train water cars. Fountain. Yeah, drink like drinking fountains everywhere was segregated. Yeah, so I was kind of thinking about I was kind of like applying that to like functionist society. It's just that instead of it being, you know, black and then colored peoples, it's a lot of different frame types. Uh, given the fact that later in the continuity there is like a class of transformers called the disposables i'm fairly certain especially with this type of caste system there would have been like places that were segregated and everything mm-hmm. yeah god the just disposables oh that is just sorry the fact that they classified like entire groups of people as just being disposable and like easily replaceable kind of fucked me up because it's just like that's a that's a living being sir yeah and it's very um it's very close to home because um in the real world uh there is a class of people that are treated as disposable and it's very uh prevalent right now during the pandemic because uh there are people saying that Oh, the only people that are like really di- are getting really affected right now are old people and disabled people. So it's really no problem if we get yeah. it. Like yeah. they are disposable. We are not. Yeah, like, it's, it's I'm very. Pretty, 
Yeah. It's very, it's very fucked up. Yeah, I think people also kind of look the same way as, like, those who have, like, jobs that are considered, like, okay, I'm I'm probably just, I'm probably taking, I'm probably pulling an M. Scott and I'm applying one issue and turning it into a different issue, but I've kind of, don't, don't you ever feel like people view, like, people who work in, like, fast food, like, the same way, like, oh, they're just easily replaceable, like, someone will step right in and take that job kind of thing. So like, uh, I think there, well, there I'm definitely is else. like, that's just a view of retail workers and looking okay. down upon them. Yeah. So okay. yeah, there's that like whole nuance. I don't want to pull well an M Scott. I just, I'm connecting to which dots that aren't really meant to be connected, but kind of similar. But yeah, um, I think going back to the blur spotlight, it is nice that we have Orion, um, showing uh, potential to be a leader, especially when he speaks to Blur and asks him, or, like, talks to him as to, like, snap him out of his, you know, privileged sense of life and to actually start doing something and not, you know, not be at the sidelines, because if you are at the sidelines, then nothing happens and you're going to probably end up getting caught in the crossfire, so it's better to be able to, you know, do something while you're at it. And I think Orion does a really good job, at least, of, you know, getting Blur to realize that he does have a sense of purpose other than being just a racer that, uh, you know, had all this fame and all this money and stuff like that, that with his racing and his skills, he can actually do good with it. And, you know, I think that's good to see. And at least he likes that he knows that what he's doing actually matters. Yeah. Can I just say Blur running looks kind of weird? I don't know. That just the way his limbs are looks kind of kind of weird to me, but that just might have been you know the way he was drawn. Eh, whatever. Running. Uh, that boy is fast. Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. Oh my gotta God, go Blur is faster. He's he he can run around at the speed of sound, and he's blue. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> blue Blur. He's Sonic the Hedgehog. Now all he needs to do is like Chili Dogs or the Transformers equivalent. <laughs> Energon dogs. <laughs> that sounds weird. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, that's not funny. Oh, it's so it, it, it is funny. <laughs> oh, I love how Kazu is the only one not laughing. Like, we're just over here giggling like, like children. It's because we are five years old. <laughs> we are five years old and our sense of humor is B- bad weird <laughs> okay i need to stop i need to stop laughing there are tears in my eyes oh no <laughs> okay okay breathing i'm fine this was you fun <laughs> yeah, i'm fine i'm fine yeah. i do like uh this design of blur um but i will say that my favorite uh blur design is the one by Saren Stone. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, the, um, oh, what is happening? I keep hearing, like, a weird noise, sorry. That's me. It's okay. That I think it's- design showed up in Till All or One, right? Or was that? Yeah, like, okay. not my favorite writer, but my favorite artist. Yeah, Saren Stone is 10 out of 10, um, uh, no, wait, 20 out of 10 amazing artist. And she somehow yeah. makes him, and they somehow make him able to pull off the unicorn horn. Yeah. Okay, so oh, I actually waistline blur is hot. Yeah. Like their art is so good. 
It's so good. She also, uh, they also, sorry, I keep forgetting. I'm very used to them going by Sarah and not Saren. I'm sorry. They, um, they also, uh, based this, the, their Starscream off, off of, like, the Armada design, which I find interesting, and they <laughs> made him Starscream really hot with the Armada design. Which kind of, I will admit, looks kind of fun. Like, the Armada, like, I've watched Armada. It, the designs look kind of funky. And that's fine, in my opinion. They're, they're, they're a good artist. Very good. Best artist. Yeah, I actually bought some art from them. I have a few buttons, a few postcards, uh, and also a pin. Yeah. I just love also, their art so much. Also, their chromia. Their chromia. Yes, okay. I'm a huge-ass <laughs> lesbian. Their chromia is so good. I want that chromia to just, like, pick me up and throw me. Yeah, same. <laughs> Like, okay, I'm more of a sucker for buff ladies, but, like, Chromia could just yeet me. Ma'am, please, you're very, you're very pretty. She's so pretty. Super pretty. Pretty lady. Also, the way they- Okay, we're discussing gushing about Sarah and Stone and their amazing artwork. Yeah, you you should follow them. They're so cool. I do, actually. I'm on their, their Discord server. They have a Discord server? Yes, it's titled Robot Hell. I'm gonna put the invite in the um. Teehee, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna join. But since we are Robot uh, very far from the topic of uh, yes, we are Ryan Pax and Blur. Uh, we should wrap it up. Yes, because now we're just talking about Saren Stone and the awesomeness of their art. So, um, that's been the episode. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on Twitter on. A B O A C S uh, underscore pod. Uh, and you can also find us on Tumblr uh, under under the electric. No, that's another podcast that I'm in. Not under. <laughs> um, all because of a curly straw. All because of a curly straw podcast.tumblr.com. Um, we are still working on getting the podcast on several different uh, platforms. We are on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Deezer, um, Acast, that's uh, where it is. Uh, And I think that's it. Next week is going to be, next week is going to be uh, thoughts on More Than Meets the Eye, Grimlock, and how his brain damage was handled, uh, as well as some thoughts on how mental illness was tackled in the comics. And hopefully Jane is going to be able to make it, because that's uh, literally the reason why we're doing that episode yeah i'm going to try my hardest to be there because i have a lot of thoughts about it even though i'm not the best at remembering all of the comics but i will be there yeah i'll fight to be there i have thoughts and i do want to uh shameless plug uh i am part of a podcasting network uh called astro podcasting network there are, if you like uh, science fiction or fantasy, uh, if you like sci-fi, cyberpunk, uh, superpowers, and the supernatural, they have a few podcasts under the Electric Stars, where I am one of the characters. Spectral Evidence, a podcast about a girl named Birdie. Uh, she gets powers, uh, and I don't know how to explain the other stuff without giving spoilers. Under the Electric Stars, I already said that. Okay, skill set and crown jewels. Those are the podcasts that are on the uh, network. 
if you like uh, fiction podcasts, uh, you should check them out. Yay. Cool. Um, I have another thing to plug. This is not mine. But yeah. currently, Humble Bundle has a comic bundle in regards to the Transformers Final Phase IDW comics. So if you pay $20, you can get 53 um, digital versions of the Transformers IDW comics. So this is the final phase. They're doing this for charity. And if you would like to help and raise money for this charity and also get Transformers comics out of it, visit HumbleBundle.com and find the Transformers Final Phase IDW uh, Humble Bundle and get that. I'm getting it. You should get it as well. And yeah, it's for a good cause. I wish I had a job so I can get it. Y'all okay with me shamelessly plugging my re- my Redbubble store because... Yeah, go ahead. I have a Redbubble and I am... I need cash right now because I need cash. Like, <laughs> uh, Cash can be hard. used to trade for goods and services. It can help me buy that new knockout, our legacy knockout, which I really want because he he knockout. Anyway, <laughs> this I really do need money right now. Um, I have a red bubble. I mostly sell Transformers stickers. It's mostly going to be there's not a whole lot in there. There's um there's a uh, knockout. There's like a knockout one. Knockout does LGBT crimes series, and then there's a Starscream one. There's not much, but anything would like help so yes it's um the, the my username on there is messy pony it's same thing as most of my social medias but yes it's redbubble please buy something <laughs> please <laughs> i'm begging you can't see it but i have like those big starry begging eyes that <laughs> i get in the cartoons and yeah uh you want me to do the outro again uh i already did it you already I did the outro yeah i did oh, okay. it i didn't mess up nice Woo! Okay. Uh, th- thank you for listening Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.